I'd like to talk to you, our listener, about Apple Podcasts, ratings, and reviews. It's something you should do today. Leelong2186 wrote, Fun and interesting. Great interviews and funny conversations. Thank you, Leelong2186. You should go out there and rate and review the podcast of thousands like Leelong2186. You can find the easy steps on how to do so in our show notes. Hey, yo, you are listening to the Podcast of Thousands. Late night talk, showcasing performers, and last time, with Zero the Budget, here's your host, Mikey P. Welcome, everyone. I'm your host, Michael Panessa, and this is the Podcast of Thousands, where we showcase performers from actors to YouTubers and everything in between. Just a reminder, we're Podcast of Thousands on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google Play, YouTube, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spreaker, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Google+, and Tumblr. If there's a there there, Podcast of Thousands is there. On tonight's show, we'll have guest comedian Jacob Williams. So uh, when I was little, I really wanted to be a magician. I did this one trick where I got my dad to disappear emotionally from the rest of my childhood. (laughs) But... I actually just went through a breakup, but it's okay because she was imaginary. And some, like, sometimes I feel like she was never even there, you know? But uh, I found out she was cheating on me with my best friend. Apparently, he had a much bigger imagination, so. And music by dark, atmospheric, electronic band Ships in the Night. But first, and now, moments with Michael. It was a stormy night. We had a baptism meeting for my newborn, Gabriella. My little brother is her godfather. So he was there with me. The setting is important. We met in the pews of our church. The host was a minute or so late. She walks up to greet us all, with name tag on. Her name? Mary Carey. I knew that name and instinctly grinned and tried hard to hold back a laugh, which I failed as I looked at my brother. And he too was doing the same. And that was Moments with Michael. Now I'd like to welcome our guest, comedian Jacob Williams. Welcome to the show, Jacob. Hey, thanks, Michael. How's it going? Thanks for having me. Excellent, excellent. How's the uh, how's the weather in New York City today? Uh, it's uh, pretty cold, but not as bad as it was. Definitely less snow, so that's always good. Yeah, you guys have had a pretty uh, pretty chilling winter, huh? Yeah, it was uh, pretty rough, and there was some blizzarding and uh, a bomb cyclone or something. But yeah, it looks okay now, so doing a little better. Ready, ready for the summer? <laughs> uh, yeah, it'd be great. Anytime, I hope we go straight to summer. That'd be awesome. <laughs> Faster the better. So um, let's talk about let's talk about growing up. Uh, so when uh, when did you know you were funny? Um, I'm still not sure about that. Oh, you're not. Uh, no, I've always, I guess, yeah, I've always like felt funny, but I wasn't sure if it was like just with my friends when I was younger. It's like, I know, hard to figure it out. But, um, but yeah, I just got like really obsessed with comedy growing up and I was always interested in doing some kind of like 
work in some kind of creative field, I guess, because I would make like stop animation movies with like my action figures when I was growing up and I would like write short stories and read them to my friends. And so I was like thinking maybe I'd be like a director or writer or something. And then comedy ended up just being like easier in terms of getting started because you can just do it on your own. And I tried other things like acting, but I would always have trouble sometimes because I'm not like the most emotional person uh, in terms of auditioning for school plays and stuff. And so I, I still like doing that as well. But basically, um, yeah, stand-up uh, was kind of fun because it's like one of those things you can just do and keep doing. Um, even if I was getting fired from like my day jobs and stuff, it was like, it was cool. You could just keep showing up, kind of get a lot out of it, you know, depending on like what you put into it, I feel like. And so, um, yeah, I just got really obsessed with comedy and I was still, I, I wasn't really sure if I could do it because I was very like, quiet and shy growing up and everything and then um during the beginning of college I think I saw one of my friends doing stand-up and so it was the first time I saw someone kind of starting from the beginning I think I'd seen a couple of live shows but um it was like professionals where I thought it was kind of unobtainable but to see someone just like kind of going up for the first time it was kind of motivating to see like you don't have to be really that good when you're just in the beginning stages and the fact that he was doing it made me want to try it too. So. Did were you uh first interested in stand up comedians or movies or T V? What 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 got you interested in, in doing your own comedy? Yeah, I was always interested in storytelling with um like reading and movies and T V shows. Um I wasn't really allowed to watch a lot of T V growing up because my parents thought it would be like a waste of time or something and so uh It would melt your brain, right? Right, yeah. So, yeah, which I think kind of helps me because then it forced me to be more creative with my time sometimes growing up. But who knows? I mean, now I watch TV all the time, so maybe it backfired. But basically, um, yeah, I just wanted to do something where I could just basically be able to sleep in. Um, that was my main goal with doing comedy. But, um, yeah, I just feel like uh, comedy ended up being like something that you have like so much control over because you can just talk about anything you want that's funny to you basically so yeah i'm still interested in all the other things i wanted to do when i was younger but yeah it seemed like stand-up comedy was like the most freedom in terms of like doing exactly what you wanted to do whereas like you know there's a, a lot of other great art forms out there that are a lot of fun as well but stand-up's like one thing i can do consistently like however anything else is going like you know if i can't get like cast in something or whatever all the other outside factors are that are out of your control. It's a good like kind of thing that you can always go back to, which I think is cool. And you do it a lot, right? How many nights a week are you out there? Um, yeah, most nights a week I do stand up and um, sometimes, you know, multiple shows a night and stuff. So yeah, it's definitely good to be able to get on stage a lot and then do shows on the road and everything. And um, it's, I don't know, there's always like ups and downs, but overall I feel like it's gotten way better over the years in terms of seeing new places and everything so yeah i feel really lucky to uh get to do it as my only job for the last like four or five years or cool. six years now i'm not sure yeah i know it's like it, it's definitely rough starting up but it, and it's always like trial and error when you're trying new stuff but yeah i like it because it's like very unpredictable and at the same time it's like it's very fulfilling i guess so doing it doing it as often as as you do, are you always throwing in new stuff to try out? Um, yeah, I try to work on new stuff every day, every week, and uh, 
yeah, it's, yeah. So it's just a lot of trying stuff out and uh, finding shows where I can do that. And then, uh, I don't know, it's hard sometimes to figure out what's going to work consistently as well as like the other stuff that already works. But um, it's like one of those things where you just have to try it in front of real people and uh, see what works, I guess. So what did your parents, did your parents want you to be something when you grew up? Did they ever say that? Yeah, you know, I'm not really sure. I guess I ended up majoring in psychology in college and uh, oh, nice. have that uh, degree, which uh, I don't know if I'm necessarily using, but I guess some of the concepts are useful for comedy. But basically, um, yeah, their main thing was just uh, they just wanted me to, to find some kind of ability, I think, and finish college. And so I did that. And yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm sure they were skeptical at first of stand-up as a career because it is pretty unusual I guess for people to do that as their main job but yeah I think after especially after America's Got Talent and stuff I think that really helped convince them hopefully and when I started that was when I started kind of doing it as my only job so uh yeah I guess that definitely helped to see that I was surviving with it but do they think you're funny uh yeah I think they're uh yeah they definitely um think I'm funny and uh I feel lucky that they're very um, supportive of my comedy. Like they'll come and watch if I do shows in Louisville and, and when I'm there, in my hometown, which I go, I, uh, I'm there a lot and uh, spend a lot of time there. So it's always good to catch up with them and do shows there. Very cool. Let's talk about America's Got Talent. So you made it to the semifinals, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, that was yeah, that was a pretty crazy experience. But um, yeah, it was definitely great in terms of starting to do comedy full-time for the first time and it was the biggest crowds I'd been in front of at that point and I was yeah it was definitely very surreal so to so going out uh what what made you go out and and try out for it what made you uh was it was it easy just to say hey I'm, I'm just gonna go do that or did you struggle with oh I want to I don't want to you know bomb and be rejected yeah, it was definitely uh, pretty scary at the time because I'd seen a lot of um, clips of the show and it wasn't like the same as doing a late night TV set or something where, you know, it tends to go pretty well. But there is a whole range of how it could go with like people getting booed or like bombing or the judges like hitting the X button and criticizing them. So, yeah, it was definitely um, pretty intimidating, but I thought you know, there were some really talented people on the show and it seemed like a good way to meet, you know, reach out to a lot of people that wouldn't have seen your comedy otherwise. And so, um, yeah, I just figured it was worth a shot um, just to find new audience members that I never would have been in touch with otherwise. I just, you know, like doing shows in Chicago and on the road, like out of Chicago at the time. Yeah, I just figured I didn't really have a lot going on at the time and I thought it'd be a good uh, good step. So, um, so yeah, it ended up being like a really, really good experience overall. At what point did you think you can win it all from the beginning, or as you as you kept going into deeper rounds? Oh, you said at what point did I think I could win it all? Yeah, did you ever think you could win it all? Um, I don't know. I mean, I never really expected anything. I wasn't. I was. I was really happy with like after the first round, I was pretty happy. That was kind of my only goal was just to like do well on like one or two rounds. And so the fact that I got to do four was like pretty crazy. I, I definitely wasn't expecting that, but, but yeah, after the first one, I was just really, really 
judges and the audience gave me a standing ovation and stuff. All of that was like very new to me because I was used to playing very like small crowds around Chicago and you know different like road gigs, but it was definitely um, yeah very uh, surreal at the time. And so I don't know. Um, I definitely was never expecting to like go as far as the semifinals, but. It was that was definitely like the icing on the cake, and, and especially like, to do it full time after that was really fun. Because before I entered, I was still kind of like doing um, a lot of like temp jobs, that, or like I worked in a real estate office, basically <laughs> just like anything where I could like work the least amount of hours possible, basically, so I could do a lot of stand-up comedy. So um, I was still definitely struggling like during that time, but the fact that it was like that, I basically was making like just enough that. I didn't need a job during the day, and so and my rent was pretty cheap at the time, so <laughs> I was like, why not just uh, go for it, and I don't know, maybe that was too soon, but basically, yeah, I feel really lucky that that was a good opportunity to not have a day job and haven't had to go back. So an afternoon job, so you could still sleep in, right? Right, yeah, at the time, <laughs> yeah, I was just doing whatever it was. Yeah, now, now I definitely uh, sleep in, but I def- that's like, definitely a I'm going to take advantage of a stand-up probably a little too much. It's weird to like not have to wake up until a show at like 8 p.m. But. <laughs> so uh, give uh, give some advice to somebody maybe going to try out for America's Got Talent. What advice would you give them? Uh, for America's Got Talent, it can be pretty tough because uh, you are going up against like not just comedians, but of course like jugglers and dogs doing backflips and singers right. and dancers with like 20 people in their group. And children that are, you know, gonna be more, more adorable than you. So should not have a Vegas show. The the kids should not have a Vegas show. Oh yeah, that's pretty crazy. Cause, <laughs> yeah, the kids that when have to, like, they're not even allowed to hang out in the venues that they're performing at. I don't know. I can't imagine what that would be like. But right. But right. yeah, basically, it's um, yeah, it's a pretty intense environment. But you know, the show has a lot of viewers and. Um, so it's like definitely a good opportunity if your style is a good fit for that. It's definitely, yeah, I don't know if it's for everyone, but yeah, if you do it, it's definitely worth giving it your best shot and, you know, whatever big laughs you can get in like 90 seconds. Yeah. Just do your best stuff. And, uh, and also I guess, you know, I'm sure a lot of it is like whatever types of backstories they're looking for. And, you know, a lot of factors are just out of your control, but. Oh right, the touching the touching backstory. Did you have a touching backstory? When I did that show, I guess uh, based on the first one, the backstory was basically that I was pretty shy and uh, was working in real estate at the time. So I guess if you watch the first uh, intro package for me, it basically could give some people the impression that I'd like never done stand up before. Um, so I guess that like made it seem like there was more contrast once um it went really well in the first one so never had a girlfriend um yeah they definitely played up that <laughs> angle well it was uh yeah i mean that kind of stuff is out of your control like how they edit it and everything but uh but yeah they're, they're always looking for like a unique angle all right well if you didn't get any women after agt maybe maybe you do after you're on wild and out right uh yeah wild and out has been uh, such a great experience. Yeah, it's, I'm actually going to tape my seventh season in a couple of weeks now. And uh, 
yeah, it's been that was definitely very unexpected. As um, yeah, after America's got done, I I was still like I didn't really have any Asian tour representation at the time, so I was just kind of still like struggling and doing shows here and there. Yeah, I got really lucky that out of the blue, I guess they emailed me and asked me to audition for this like hip hop improv and sketch kind of show. Yeah, it was it was pretty crazy to have that opportunity out of nowhere. Did Nick Cannon remember you from AGT? Yeah, I think so. Basically, from what I've heard, yeah, I'd actually also won this contest when I was in college to open up for him on his first um, Showtime special in Vegas. So oh, really? Time, um, yeah, which was also yeah, that was definitely really exciting at the time, just to like get a free trip to Vegas when I was still in college and just still kind of starting out and to do a crowd there that was like this theater that he was shooting at. But basically, um, yeah, I guess from there and then America's Got Talent, I guess um, I got just really lucky that I guess to enjoy my stand-up and my comedy. Cool. So tell tell my listener why you're known as the king of rap. Oh, um, <laughs> I guess uh, I was um, doing like a promotional video for a recent uh, episode. They asked me to like do a rap uh, segments for promoting one of the shows and uh i um really consider myself a rapper because my background is mostly like stand-up and doing a lot of improv in chicago and new york and other places but basically um yeah i made i like made that joke in the video because i thought it was kind of ironic because they, they have so many talented actual like battle rappers and singers and performers on the show yeah. So I thought it was funny that they chose me to, to do this video. <laughs> and call you the king of rap. I, they were making fun of me when I said that, but it was still, I'll take it. I'll pretend like it was, it was legit. Yeah, but, totally. Um, but yeah, I, got, I definitely got lucky there. Yeah, from what I've heard, um, some of the producers, or maybe all of them, were a little skeptical based on like how I would fit into the show at first, before I first auditioned or when I was first auditioning. And I, I think I got lucky that I'd done a lot of improv and stand-up, and I guess that was able to help me get on. And then I guess Nick Cannon was just kind of really believed in me at the time and, uh, you know, fought for me to get on the show. So I got very lucky, um, you know, that he did that and uh, went from, like, not really having a lot going on at the time to getting to do a show for a few years. Let's see if you can improvise a rap about being named... Comedy Central, one of Comedy Central's comics to watch. Congratulations on that. Oh, thanks so much. Can you improvise a rap around that? Well, I, I probably could, but I feel like uh, it would not would not live up to the hype. All right. Might lose your title, lose your title over it? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to give away my title right now. Cause, um, but yeah, basically, um, yeah, I, I feel like I've always been more of a you know, just comedy person. So it's like very surreal to like do rap battles on there. I, I usually think of it as like, it's basically kind of similar to like roast battling. Yeah. You like, you like the roast battling? You like the battling? Um. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And so for a while now, it's almost like doing rhyming roast joke. And then of course you never know what people are going to say. So you have to like come up with a lot of it in the moment. But yeah, I feel like the only times I feel comfortable rapping is if I'm specifically on that show and 
someone's like insulting me, then I have to come up with something. So I don't know if that's going to work out in terms of my rap career. Because I have to <laughs> always have someone interrupting me every 30 seconds and saying something mean. That's like the only setting where I can, I feel comfortable. So you do live shows where you battle, right? Where you uh, roast? Yeah, I do roast battle shows at different different places. And do you know in advance who you're gonna who are you gonna be battling? Oh uh, yeah, it kind of varies. Like sometimes it can be kind of last minute, or sometimes you have ahead of time. I think I'll be doing maybe a roast battle tournament in New York pretty soon. But basically, um, yeah, it's usually another comedian, and you just kind of. Uh, a lot of times you meet up ahead of time and kind of tell you, you know, ask questions and yeah, get dirt. Yeah, the one. Yeah, you, <laughs> you go to the Google. You go to the Google and try to find uh, get some good stuff about him. Yeah, you end up like like these like other comedians that like you don't necessarily know very well. You end up like watching all this stuff that very in depth and uh, I'm doing a lot of research for this like kind of one time thing and. Uh, a lot of the jokes can get really specific and mean. I feel like, especially in the yeah, when they do it in New York, uh, yeah, it can be fun. Yeah, I saw one where uh, some guy's dad committed suicide a few years back, and somebody was uh, mm-hmm. somebody was making fun of him about that. It's just like, is that too far for you, or, or is that is that right up your alley? Would you would you do that one? Yeah, I mean, I've started out being a very scrappy clean comedian, and I, I still do that when I'm at colleges and corporate shows and things. But yeah, basically, um, yeah, a lot of times when I do the roast battle, it does get pretty dark because um, yeah, the audiences seem to like the more um, like the more dark the topic, kind of the more like the more mean you can be, the more it usually does well, which is like very. Uh, surreal to me and so i'm still kind of i feel like i'm very much still like learning with that whole thing but um because i'm not used to I, i'm not naturally mean but uh in that setting it's like you kind of have to be to be nice to the audience i guess to give them a good show so it's yeah. like kind of a weird it's what they're there for yeah let's see so i uh i quiz my guests that's something i did keep from you in the pre-interview I like to see how smart my guests. I like to see how smart my guests are. Are you good with okay. that? Are you right? Are you ready? Um, sure. Yeah. Wow, this is crazy. I don't have a, a pop quiz. In the, it's afternoon in the there, so you you you've definitely got your sleep in. So uh, I like to see how uh, how smart are comedians that live in New York. It's a it's a New York based quiz here. Should be easy. How long have you lived in New York? Uh, off and on, like uh, yeah, New York about four years and. Uh, yeah, right now I just I usually travel around a lot, but uh, I'm in New York a lot, and um, yeah, it's definitely I feel like the mecca for stand-up comedy. So. All right, all right. Well, I'll take it easy on you. It's a true or false edition, so you you don't have to like define a term, which I typically do. Um, you get you guys just got to guess what you're fifty-fifty shot, all right? Okay. Here we go. Here we go. All right. First question. True or false? The Bronx Zoo in New York is the third largest city zoo in the United States. Oh, man. All right. Um, that is a great question. Um, <laughs> wow, that's so specific. The this is Fact Retriever. FactRetriever.com says. Oh, man. True or false? Um, the Bronx Zoo in New York is the third largest city zoo in the United States. All right. Um, I feel like... Uh, 
like we're off to a bad start because I, I have no <laughs> idea. Um, I've been there before. It was great too. Uh, I'll just say um, I thought it was maybe the the biggest zoo, but I guess I could be wrong about that. Um, Go with your gut. Sounds very Go with your believable. gut. Go with your gut. All right, I'll say false. <laughs> Right. It's the largest. You got it. You got it. You got to go with your gut. Go with your gut, man. Improv. Go with your gut. Nice. All right. All right. One for one. Good start. Good start. All right. Uh, Question number two, true or false? New York is the home of many inventions, including toilet paper, chewing gum, marshmallows, and jello. Oh, man. That's, uh, That's a lot of specific things inventions <laughs> um okay i'll say true ding 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 nice two for two okay. all right all right i don't know if we've ever had a i don't i don't know if we've ever had a sweep you might be the first sweep well, yeah i think everybody's uh, uh, a lot of pressure wait we're not done yet a lot of pressure oh, so. <laughs> no 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 we got one more <laughs> we got one more if you get this right all right. Uh, true or false? New Yorkers bite ten times more people than sharks do worldwide each year. New Yorkers bite ten times more people than sharks do worldwide wow. each um, year. True or false? Okay. Um, wow, that is <laughs> um, that is really tough because I feel like. I mean, that sounds uh, believable because I'm sure New Yorkers would bite a lot of people, but <laughs> it's also like, I'm kind of, if that is true, then I'm very, uh, I'm kind of questioning the, are you like, behind? how they would even get, are you behind on your quote? Like, how would they get those statistics? <laughs> um, like, how do they, like, measure that? Um, how many people have you bitten this year so far? Oh, man. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, Probably, yeah, probably at least 10 times as many as a shark, I guess, for the, for the number on. But um, I don't know. No, I don't, I don't think I've been anyone. I'm trying to think if with, with New Yorkers, I could definitely see that happening. Um, well, uh, I'm going to, okay. I'm, I think I'm going to say false just because, like, I, I, I think that something like that is probably true, but uh, I don't, I honestly, like, uh, if they're saying that's true, I don't really believe in how they could document all of that. <laughs> it is true. It is true. Really? It is true. Yep. Okay. So if you don't bite anybody, there's somebody that's biting uh, 20 times as much as you. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> 20 times more. I, I understand why it'd be true, but I, I guess I'm just, uh, yeah, I, I stand by that. Uh, yeah, I don't think they can really document that that was a moral moral victory for you that was a moral victory for you stand by it stand by it yeah (laughs) hey do you ever get out to la to perform uh yes yeah i did the riot comedy festival in la recently and um yeah i've done some shows there at like the some of the comedy clubs and i did a season of uh, wild out there and uh yeah i usually visit there maybe once or yeah once or so a year maybe Awesome, awesome. I'm out. In the, I'm out in this area, so uh, I'm gonna definitely follow you and uh, make sure to try and see you when you're out. Oh wow! Thanks so much. That'd be great. Is it true you're uh, gonna be on Colbert this year too? Uh, yes, that's the plan. 
yeah, I'm definitely excited about that. So that should be coming up soon. Still um, going to um, find out the exact details pretty soon. But basically, um, yeah, I'll be announcing that soon. And uh, yeah, I'm very excited about that. You've done other late night shows? Um, I guess this will be my first official like uh, late night network TV show. I have yeah. done stand up on like uh, MTV and uh, Comedy Central. And then did some roast finally on there. Did of course America's Got Talent was like earlier. Yeah. So yeah, it's like the first network TV late night. Awesome, awesome. Thank you for your time, Jacob. All right, thanks for having me. Have a good one. You can get all the details and links about comedian Jacob Williams in our show notes. Music's always been important to me. When I'm in a real dark mood, I like listening to this kind of music. I thought I'd let artists and bands submit their music to the podcast of thousands and we'd showcase it for them in each episode. Here's a song called Limb from Limb by the dark atmospheric electronic band Ships in the Night. It was really Aletha Leventhal. A couple of fun facts about Ships in the Night. Aletha is from Charlottesville. Whoa, that's dark. Her magnetic solo project pulls from dreams, memories, and echoes from the outer world to paint an atmospheric landscape with sweeping waves of synths and kinetic beats. I picked this song from Ships in the Night because it's called Limb from Limb, people. If you like it, you can get all the information you need about Ships in the Night in our show notes. Enjoy. Coming to And the room is getting dim The world is getting small This time 
You've been listening to the podcast of thousands. If you're a performer and want to be on our show, check us out at www.podcastofthousands.com and click on Get On. Since you're already online, check us out on Apple Podcasts. Make sure to rate us, five stars or higher, and leave us your comments. You can find all the details in our show notes. Thank you very much for listening, and to all you performers out there, break a leg.